Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. fortunate this week to be joined by an important guest, Dr. Celine Gounder, an infectious disease specialist and an increasingly important voice in the coronavirus space. She hosts a podcast called Epidemic with Ron Klain. Now, Ron Klain was appointed the Ebola czar by President Obama in 2014, so he is very, very well-versed in infectious diseases. Now, that podcast and these two voices are important. They're important listening these days because we're all trying to find out everything we can about this increasingly important coronavirus. And I wanted to speak to Celine Gounder this week about the dangers, particularly that football faces from the coronavirus and how the NFL can best fight the virus. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean Every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. I started our conversation by asking about how it is transmitted and how fertile football is, is a place for the coronavirus to spread. Let's just dive in quickly to exactly why, uh, why the coronavirus would be so dangerous and so significant in a contact sport like football. Can you just start by explaining how the disease is transmitted, and why it might be so important when you consider the sport of football. 
Sure, this is where understanding how a disease is transmitted is really essential. And different infectious diseases, different viruses are transmitted in different ways. So coronavirus is spread by droplets, which you know, to the average person might sound like it's being spread through the air. And I mean, I guess droplets are in the air, but there's an important distinction. So when we talk, when we cough, when we sneeze, we release these little droplets into the air, but those don't stay in the air very long and don't travel very far. So essentially, if they, they travel about two meters uh, distance from you. So if you were to draw a two meter radius circle around yourself, that's a, about as far as these droplets are going to travel. And so what that really means is, they're going to fall and contaminate that two meter radius around you, all the surfaces uh, around you. And if you happen to cough or sneeze into your hand or you touch your nose or your mouth, you could be infecting and, and spreading virus through your hands. And so this is why we've been so fixated on hand washing and, and keeping surfaces clean and that sort of thing and not so much about masks because these droplets really don't stay in the air very long. So if, I guess, if it is going to be, uh, you know, spread in football activities, let's say, it could not only be spread in, let's say, a weight room or a conditioning area, but it could be spread, obviously, uh, on the field with, uh, you know, people uh, getting bodily fluids on each other and sweat and and obviously coughing or sneezing when they're actually playing the game. Yeah, any you know, especially skin to skin contact would have me very concerned. And as you mentioned, you know, all of the equipment in their training rooms and so on, you know, if you're coughing or sneezing or rubbing your nose and then you touch the barbell that, you know, you're gonna lift with afterwards, that means you're spreading virus all over all of those things. And so you don't even necessarily need to be in the same space as the person with infection. You could be coming there to work out a bit later. And if you touch that contaminated equipment and then inoculate yourself, so infect yourself uh, with it, you know, you could certainly come down uh, with coronavirus that way. NFL teams will be gathering in the month of April to begin their off-season programs, all 32 teams around the United States. And I wonder if in these off-season programs, they're lifting weights, they're having a lot of meetings in meeting rooms, uh, and eventually they will go out onto the field as the summer, uh, as it becomes summertime, July and August, they would basically be practicing in regular football equipment. What would give you the most cause for concern about all of those uh, activities that that football players are about hmm. to get into. So just backing up a little bit, what is it exactly about what you're describing that you see as the risk? So Dr. Gounder, every time I go into a building, I'm concerned about touching surfaces. You know, have they been wiped down? And that's one of the things I wonder about NFL team facilities. Can those surfaces if there still is the coronavirus in the United States in a few months, can those surfaces be consistently cleaned and wiped down? Can football equipment be consistently cleaned? And so those are some of the questions, I think, looking forward that the NFL will have to answer. I mean, what are your thoughts about those? So uh, certainly, you know, one of the most important things here is going to be constant vigilance and rigorous disinfection um, 
whether it's in the training rooms or of equipment. Um, I mean, to give you one example, I was at one of the hospitals earlier today to um, provide some information to some of the doctors there about what they need to be thinking about. And there was somebody standing at the doors to the hospital as every single person walked through the doors. He kept on wiping down the, um, the doors with disinfectant after each and every person. Um, so, you know, it's going to require a very high level of commitment to maintaining things truly, um, disinfected. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because. Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation and you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well, oh yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. And, uh, Celine, what about fans at games? We have seen almost every team sport cancel its games uh, for the foreseeable future this spring. What is the mm-hmm. biggest concern you have about fans at sports events? Well, one, how densely they're packed together. Um, so if they're within two meters of each other, uh, there is a risk that they could be transmitting to one another through droplet spread um, by coughing or sneezing on one another. Um, now, that risk is somewhat reduced if they're outside in the outdoors because you do get some natural ventilation. There is some benefit to having the natural sunlight with ultraviolet rays. Um, will certainly reduce the persistence of virus uh, on surfaces and in the atmosphere. But, you know, I, I am concerned about having so many people packed together so tightly. Yeah, I I just, it's it's hard to overestimate from my standpoint after listening to so many stories about what happened with one person leaving China and returning to Washington State and how that became ground zero of America's problems. It really is, it can be just one person who could infect a huge amount of people. Isn't that so? Well, and it it really depends on the setting. But, um, you know, in in Washington State, one of the challenges was that you had cases spreading in a nursing home. And those are like like kindling for a fire. Um, You know, you have many elderly people with many chronic medical conditions all in tight quarters in one place. And infection control in those facilities is very difficult to maintain, in part because the residents themselves can't really effectively engage often in their own hygiene. Um, 
know, part of the reason you have these people are living in assisted living facilities and nursing homes and so on is because they need a lot of help with their everyday activities, including bathing and, and toileting and so on. And so these are, you know, it's not an intentional thing. It's just that these are folks who can't keep up with their own personal hygiene in the same way. And so it's not surprising that you see infectious diseases spread quite quickly in these kinds of facilities. And, and we've seen that with influenza in the past. When you look at the horizon, what's your gut feeling seeing the early reaction in, in the Western world? What's your feeling about how long this pandemic is going to last? Well, I think at the um, far end, you know, it's we're looking at, and this, and this is a, a more pessimistic view, uh, it would take a vaccine, and so then you're looking at at least 18 months. So that's sort of at the outside end. Um, I'm hopeful that we can do some of what's been done elsewhere with social distancing, with attention to hand hygiene and, and environmental hygiene, um, and that if we really commit to that now, um, that we can really stop this, we're, we're, you know, we're at this tipping point, this pivot point in the curve where if we don't do something right this instant, we are going to see a big takeoff in cases. And, and that's going to be then very, very difficult to control without even more draconian measures, um, not unlike what they had to do in China. Um, and that's the big difference between the Chinese scenario and, say, the scenario in South Korea or uh, Singapore, where they were much more aggressive in the beginning um, and were able to curb this. So we don't yet know. Are we going to follow the Chinese trend? Are we going to follow the – I mean, probably it's too late for, for us to do anything approaching uh, what South Korea and Singapore were, gonna, were, were able to do, but – Maybe we could be somewhere in between. I mean, that would be my hope. You know, we'll end with this. I was listening to one of the, what I think are excellent, New York Times, uh, the daily podcasts on this issue. And they had a Times infectious disease specialist who said that you, know, you use the word draconian. And the New York Times specialist was talking about how in late January, uh, China was basically seeing about 3,500 victims a day, mm -hmm. uh, you know, new cases of the coronavirus. And just this week, that was down to about 24 cases a day. And the way that happened was basically separating families and moving people with any fever symptoms uh, into, uh, you know, into a form of a quarantine. And I just think they were so uh, absolutely set on ending this and on drawing a line in the sand and saying, we are not going to let this last for months and months. We are going to get rid of this fairly soon. Now, I don't know that we are up to that task, but to me, I think you're exactly right. It's going to take some incredible resolve, uh, you know, to shorten your time limit, especially at the far end of 18 months uh, to get this done. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know that the Chinese quarantine approach, the way they had those big facilities is the right thing either, because not everybody who was sent to those facilities actually had coronavirus, right? And then you're mixing people who might have something else, just a regular cough or cold, along with people who have coronavirus in a big facility, many people crowded together. So you could actually be amplifying transmission in those facilities. I think 
probably the best option is if you're not that sick, stay home and quarantine or isolate at home. Uh, you know, quarantine means you've been exposed. We don't yet know if you're infected. Isolation means you've, you're infected. So I think doing that at home, um, it makes a lot of sense, uh, especially given that probably your family members have already been exposed by the time you even realize uh, that maybe you have this. And then if you're really sick, that's when you go to hospitals and so on for additional care. We will end with this last one, and that is, I wonder if you were in the presence of the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, and he said, if you had one piece of advice for me, what would it be? What would it be? I guess my piece of advice would be to take this very, very seriously. Um, we have this very tiny window right now to put our foot on the brakes and really slow this down. If we don't, then what the measures we're going to have to pursue to rein it in are going to be even more restrictive and even more of a burden on all of us. And so if we can really commit to this, for the next several weeks, and I don't know exactly what you know how long it's going to take, maybe maybe eight weeks, but if we can really commit to that, that's how we're going to actually save ourselves a lot of headache in the long term. Dr. Celine Gounder, thank you so much for educating me and a bunch of pretty nervous <laughs> football fans. My pleasure. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.